Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. I am your host, Josh, and sitting across from me, as always, is my co-host, producer, and spiritual advisor, personal Lummy Warrior, Talon. Hello, Talon. How are you? Aho. Welcome. Good. Nice. Aho. <laughs> Who's a ho? Who are you calling a ho? I'm a ho. I'm a ho. Omaha. 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 Omaha ho. Blue 42. Omaha. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. A little, little fired up tonight. Yeah. A little fired up. Yeah. All right. If this is your first time listening to the show, this is a podcast void of any redeemable qualities. The show is basically a couple of drunk guys doing some movie reviews, discussing topics that will make most people sick, and sharing life lessons of no educational value. Think of it as tainted domestic wisdom. This podcast is two to three hours long. Depends on how much we've had to drink and how much we just want to rant. Uh, so if this is not you know something you want to sit through and you like those 30-minute to 60-minute podcasts, please go ahead and listen to those. Uh, we do have explicit content. And I'll give you an example of that. So uh, the word of this week... Why, why are you doing the facts? I I didn't th- I hands, I didn't think it would it ha- would hands down <laughs> thought ha- you were gonna make me count down again ha- hands off the board cookie okay no I there will be no countdown so basically uh, I'll give you an example of the uh, shitty things we say uh, cunt sickle do you know what a cunt sickle is I'm assuming it's a derogatory term for someone who's acting in a certain way it's fair enough. Um, it is an ice cold cunt with a stick up her ass. For example, wow, the bitch, the bitch from the collections office was a total cunt sickle. Okay. See, we're leading off the show with, with throwing, no, well, throwing the c word. Well, in there, that makes you know? sense because yeah. a popsicle is cold, and there's a stick all the way up in there. It's amazing how they come. The up whole with thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, and you're, you're being ice cold. You know, meaning it's you're you're what hard to swallow? What would you? How would you describe that? <laughs> Depends on how big of the popsicle, right? <laughs> so uh, let's see. I'll do a quick spoiler warning. We will be reviewing uh, Boss Level and Tom and Jerry this week. So if you haven't, these are new movies. Oh my God, we're doing new movies. Uh, so if you haven't seen them, uh, we will be talking about them in depth. Uh, let's see. Social media wise, uh, if you want to get a hold of us via email, it's contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. We also have a Facebook page, The Morally Flexible Podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter at The Morally. All right. That's enough of that shit. It's time for our favorite portion of the show. Talon. What the fuck am I drinking? You're drinking <clears throat> vodka. Reka vodka, to be specific. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, we ran out of whiskeys to go look for, and I was too lazy to um, go out and 
try and find something that might be worth the show. So I decided to um, cleanse our palate, okay, for the next um, 13 episodes, right? Because this is, what, this is episode 13? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Uh, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, and I got, this is my favorite vodka. I I am not a vodka drinker, but as soon as I found this, wow, I'm impressed. Um, this batch of the vodka I got is actually much stronger than usual. Normally, you can sip it and like get notes as you would with whiskey, and you get like this fruity flavor, and it's it's actually quite good. You can drink it on the rocks. Um, so we are making Moscow Mules today. Um, however, we're just using regular old ginger ale we're not having the ginger beer the alcoholic ginger beer that i really like because i can't find it anywhere there's one store i found it at and they're always sold out because it's very difficult for some reason in the west coast to find alcoholic well, it, ginger beer and, also, and i don't know why it's very trendy it's people seem to it's it's like a fashion piece at this point well yeah but why is it so scarce I don't. I don't get it. I, I, apparently, not enough companies are making them. Shit, business idea. Here we go. Well, it, uh, in England, they're very popular. Well, let's get in the ginger beer business, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm in. So I'm in. People here like Rainier or something. Sure. <laughs> so, what does a bottle of Reka uh, go for? Nineteen ninety-five. Vodka's always cheap, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the ginger ale, I'm assuming that was uh, about a for the 12 pack was uh, what about three ninety five four bucks. It was like four bucks, yeah, something mm. like that. So we're looking at you know about a twenty five dollar investment. Yeah. Okay. Great stuff. Fair enough. Um, I'm assuming you didn't get any notes from the chaps at Master Malt on no. this. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I will tell. I will say this. Um, I had a little bit of it straight. Um, smells like rubbing alcohol. Uh, it really doesn't have flavor outside of it. Just kicks you in the nuts. Um, with the ginger ale in it, I'm enjoying it actually. Good. It's, I I yes, wanted you to enjoy this. I am enjoying yeah. it. Um, getting the balance, pro, you know, correct. This is why I typically don't drink mixed drinks, is because you have to sit there and try to figure out the balance on it. Well, that's why I like his glasses because the bullet's a great gauge. The bullet, when you're up to the bullet, that's too much. It's going to be too strong, right? You got to be like like halfway from the, between the bullet and the bottom of the glass. Okay. And then that's a good, It's you get a little kick, you get the flavor of the ginger. Mm, delicious. Well, and the, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's got good flavor. The the thing that I worry about is that it's very sweet. It's very pleasant. There's really no kick to it once you mix the two together. I'm going to drink way too much of this because I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. And I'm going to be, by the end of the movie now. But your hangover is going to be not as great tomorrow I'm, because of all the ginger ale you're drinking. Yeah, it will be because there's a shit ton of sugar in it. No. That sugar in not ginger ale? No, not a whole lot in ginger ale. Okay. Well, we will. That remains to be seen. Let's Ginger, see what you know, it's a great, it's a great um, root for you to ingest medicinally. Helps bring out toxins, as I hear from the Chinese. Um, what other Chinese medicine do I know offhand? I, I have no idea, and I'm afraid to ask. Honestly, that's it. 
Okay, good. I'm glad we didn't dive into that. Cause no, there's, there's other black goop, actually. There's like a specific black goop. Where does acupuncture come from? Maybe we should get some needles in here to cure a hangover. I believe that is Chinese in origin. Okay. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah. However, we're not doing that. But you, you, I tell you what, as a, as a special episode, we'll bring in an acupuncturist. I know you some. Can, you can go ahead and lay your ass out on the table, and I can I can narrate while they're jamming needles into you. That would be fun. That would be awesome. I think that I think the folks would enjoy that. I do know an acupuncturist, and she, um, one of the last times she acupunctured me, she like stuck the needle in my, in between my, thumb and my, index finger, like the webbing there, and it took my stomach ache away. I was feeling all nauseous. She went boop boop. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, not going there. Not that I have no interest in that. I, I've heard people that swear by it and that's fine. Whatever gets you going and whatever keeps you going, that's that's fine with me. But I yeah, I'm not having needles stuck in me. What about cupping? Like the bulls? Yeah. Cupping the bulls? No, not cupping the <laughs> The sack? Are we I'm talking about cu- cu- cupping the sack? No, I'm talking about what what cupping f- your back. What the fuck is cupping? Okay, well, I I don't quite. It's like it's the same. It's kind of like acupuncture in the sense of stuff gets placed on you. Well, it's placed on. So it's like this this cup that you you create suction in it with fire, and then you place it on your back, and it sucks your skin and stuff up into the cup. Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that too. Okay, that sounds neat. Sounds very neat. All right. Well, um. We went off on a tangent, but yes, the drink, uh, it, it's serviceable. I'll enjoy it. Ultimately, what's its job? To get you drunk. That's right. That's right. All right. So this is the spot where the weekly dilemma would be. However, I am. You okay? Yep. You erped. So I, uh, you know, we, we work on content. We, we try to come up with exciting, fun things, but something Talon and I realized we don't really have a dilemma every week. So it's kind of difficult to do that. So what I have, what we have decided to do with the segment is we are going to repackage, rebrand, <laughs> repackage, repackage, rebrand, and rename this segment. And we are going to call it the weekly report. I like that um, that it sounded very vintage. Yeah, it, 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 it very much is. That's a very vintage sound. That's, uh, I won't say from where it is, but, uh, you know, folks can, if, if they watch the news, <laughs> I'm sure they've heard it in the past. So. This, this episode's going to get taken down. Uh, it's not. It's not. <laughs> well, I, I think we'll be fine with that. Okay. We're going to run with it. So, um, yeah, this week... What a week. Last few days has been interesting. So I'm going to tell you a little story. Went on a, as you're aware, I went on a road trip uh, yesterday, just got back today, went to the lovely Oregon coast for some business and had a really interesting situation happen. So my boss and I were in the town of Reedsport, which is kind of the middle of nowhere. On the, on the Oregon coast. Basically, once you go from Newport in Oregon south, it's all really not great down there. Um, 
So anyways, we're, we are in Reedsport. We are, my boss and I are driving to someplace to go have dinner and we stop at a stoplight and we see police pulling a vehicle over and they almost immediately, they've got the driver out on the ground and are cuffing him. You can see the passenger is not coming out willingly and several, there was already four or five police vehicles there and guns are coming out, being pointed at the car. I mean, it's it's getting tense. So we sat there for a couple minutes and kind of watched and could tell it was going to be kind of a negotiation type scenario and it was probably going to be a while. So we went to our destination, which I can't remember where the hell we were going. Oh, I remember now. We went to go find a, a bar or a restaurant and we drove probably about, I don't know, 15 minutes down south to go to a place. And of course, it wasn't open. Even though it said on Google it was open, I was very upset. So we end up going back and we decide we want to go north. We want to go up to a city called Florence because there's a casino there, restaurants, you know, all that other shit. And we get to that same spot. And bear in mind, our half hour has kind of gone by here. It's still going on. The entire road, Highway 101, is completely blocked off and unpassable. Couldn't go north. So, and now there are dozens of law enforcement vehicles there. You got sheriff's department, the local police, state patrols there, and same situation. And then now we got a bunch of guns, you know, on this car. So fuck, we can't go north. So we decided to go back south. So we drive down to Coos Bay, which is about probably about a 35, 40 minute drive. So we go do that, go have dinner, took our time very leisurely, probably, I don't know, two hours went by and we drove back up to get to our place. It's still going on. Two hours later, we like we get back there, and they are still trying to get this person out of the car. Now, I we heard through some sources and listening to the police scanner and everything that uh, uh, the passenger had had a loaded gun, hence the whole standoff. Here's the fucked up part, though. Our place we were staying was literally five minutes from where this thing was going on. The problem was. The only way to get there, you had to go over a little bridge over the river there. There's no other way to get there. There was no alternative path we could go. So we had to sit there for three hours. Three hours. And I looked, I was on, you know, Google Maps. I'm trying to find a fucking alternative route to get back to this place because we're just sitting there dying because I mean, it's just... There's nothing, there's not a lot to do in the town in the first place. Ever by the time we got up there, it was, I think, nine, nine o'clock, somewhere around there. Everything's closed. All the restaurants are closed, all the bars are closed. There was there, literally nowhere to go. So I'm trying, I'm sitting here on Google Map trying to figure out how, how to, there's got to be some fucking way to get around this. Well, Reedsport is situated to where it's kind of, it's surrounded on three sides by water. And so Highway 101 is the only road that you can pass through it. The only other alternative would have taken us four hours to get around to go the other side. Four fucking hours. We basically would have had to go back down to Coos Bay, cut east, 
and ended up or you know in, like grants pass area and then go back up i5 and then cut over again completely pointless so we get to about the 10 o'clock 10 30 hour and we're just sitting there smoking cigarettes and watching captain kangaroo and we hear four shots so boom 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 and here's the fucked up part you hear the shots like less than two minutes later, all of the cars that had been waiting and the backup was getting bad. They all start rushing forward to get to the, to the, you know, they, they had kept a pretty good perimeter as far as, you know, where the road closure was, you know, there, there's probably about a half a mile space between where they were stopping the cars and everything. Well, people just start driving up because the, well, shots are fired. They must be done now. It was kind of fucked up, but yes, the, the, the person did die. Um, we did, it was probably another half hour, 45 minutes before we got rolling and we drove by it. And of course, you know, you got a vehicle crime scene. Of course, there's the body with a little yellow tarp over it. I haven't gotten all the details on it yet. I'm still waiting to, you know, obviously very curious as to what happened, but here's an interesting little aside. Um, Went to get coffee this morning at the McDonald's that is like right across the street from where this happened. The body is still fucking there. Yeah. Like 10 hours later, the body was still there. It's got to get gamey after a while. Well, they don't have CSI in, in Reedsport right away. Well, you, you, know? need, you need an ME. You have to have an ME come out and, and yeah. sign off to, to transport the body. So that was my... Where's the nearest ME? Salem? I, I mean... Well, I don't know. You would think the county would have one, but... You not know. Reedsport. <laughs> Douglas County? Yeah. Right? I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no. But yes, that was... Uh, so that was a really interesting night that was had. And... Uh, what an inconvenience. I hate to sound shallow, but yeah, it kind of fucking was. Or sorry, not shallow, inconsiderate. But yeah, it was kind of a pain in the ass because we didn't get back to our place why, till Why 11. was he... I mean, what uh, what was it about? Drugs? I have no... It was, a, it, it was just a traffic stop that went sideways. That is wild. And the guy just... Was this like a serial killer? I, I, that's, that would have been that's great. That's the thing. I don't know the identity. They haven't released the identity of the person yet. I have no idea what um, any information. I don't even know if the guy shot at him. When when I when I heard the shots, it was one shot in with a very small break, and then three shots in succession. So, I guess maybe he fired at the police, and then they returned fire. One thing that surprised me with the amount of fucking guns they had surrounding that guy, I'm surprised it was only three shots, three or four shots. I was, you, know, you would think it would be a cacophony of fucking firearms being discharged. Well, how long were they sitting there for? Hours? Yeah. Oh, hours. Yeah. No, it makes sense why it's only three shots. They are, they have it completely set up. They know exactly who's gonna who's gonna fire if if anything like that happens, and the 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 perp doesn't even have to fire a shot and he just needs to point the gun in a, some direction right? right and then boom and all it takes is three good but, job yeah i mean they did their best i, I guess I, I don't know um but yeah what a what an inconvenience to the evening i had to have a very nasty dinner at a at a restaurant i really didn't want to go to and the worst part the strip club uh in coos bay was not open i was very upset by that that yeah that must be upsetting. Uh, I, I I'm mean, sure. What uh, was it called? Um, uh, chicken wing or something? No, it was the uh, Bachelor's. Deep fried? The Bachelor's Inn. 
That's that's what they called it. The Bachelor's <laughs> Inn. The Bachelor's Inn. Yeah. Great. So um, that yeah. sounds like um, they've got great food. Wonderful company. I wouldn't know. I didn't get to go because they were closed. Though getting a lap dance from a stripper during COVID is not really uh, quite the experience that one would think. Um, well, I've never been, so I, I understand. I don't that. think I'll ever. Well, go. you you couldn't get a lap dance during COVID. <laughs> the times that the strip clubs have been open, you you can't get a lap dance because it's six foot, you know, fucking rule there. I mean, a strip club seems like where the rules would be broken, right? Oh, the rules are always broken at the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know, but I, I can't. I, I wouldn't pay for a lab dance in the first place. I sure as fuck ain't going to pay for a lab dance where you have to social distance from me. I would go for the food if it was like good food. There are. You know, I've been to a couple of uh, strip clubs that have pretty good food. Yeah, I know one that has an amazing hummus plate. Amazing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. And one that does steak really well I don't for think cheap. I, I don't think I could go, you know, like in the movies, they have those people that just sit down and just throw $1 bills for like four hours and you have a Coors Light or whatever. So that, I don't, here, here, here what's are the, appealing about that? Here are the rules. You can go into a strip club without spending money on strippers. It is possible. Okay. You will walk in. You'll go to the bar, you'll get your drink, you'll go sit down, maybe you order some food, whatever. As long as you are not sitting right next to the stage, which uh, they call the rack, as long as you're not sitting on the rack, you don't have to throw money. Now, when you're on the rack, there's typically, you got to throw a dollar or two bucks, you know, every song that they do. It's just, it's respectful. You don't necessarily have to, but they frown on that. It's kind of an etiquette thing. But you can sit back, have, still have a, a, an amazing view, and not have to throw any money. What ends up happening, though, is throughout the course of your time there, the girls will individually approach you and sit down and chat with you. They'll try to get you to buy them a drink, and they will, they're, they're selling you at that point. They're trying to sell a, a dance, something in the VIP room, whatever. And that gets very irritating. It's like being at a used car lot and every single car salesman takes a run at you every 15 minutes. So it's very difficult to drink in peace. <laughs> and, the, and, and look, man, I just came to have a drink and look at some titties. Okay. I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to lap dance. I mean, for me, I enjoy going to strip clubs. It's fun. It's, it's a nice alternative scenery, but buying a lap dance, I would rather light my money on fire and bash my head up against the wall. It's about the same effect. There is no sex in the champagne room. Okay. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Cool. Didn't, but, didn't think, didn't think it would. It's not like Grand Theft Auto five. No. Yeah. No. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the, the whole strip club experience. It's, it, it can be fun. And sometimes my favorite thing when I go, I like to, try to focus on the girl that I can tell just started working there. She'll talk to you for an hour and not, and not care about the money part of it. Cause she hasn't learned the hustle just yet because the girls that know their job, they'll sit down, they'll talk to you for maybe five minutes. And if you're not buying, they're gone and they won't look at you again the rest of the night. Wow. But it's fun. Wow. Hey, they're college girls, man. They're just trying to get through college. 
Sure. That's all. We got to well, su- we well, got to we got to support them. How interesting is that? Not only do you go in there for the commodity, but you're also treated it as a commodity. Yes. Wow. Very much so. Bizarre. We're all whores. All of us. <laughs> Every one of us. So, yes. What uh, do you have to report this week, sir? Um, well, I'm moving. So, Ooh. all my stuff is in boxes or most of it's in boxes. I haven't taken down like my dresser and my bed yet, but most everything is um, ready to go, and if it, not already gone. And you're weeks away from moving? How far away? Yeah, we're probably going to tackle as much as we can this weekend and over the next few days, getting most everything out as possible. I mean, we have a month to move. I'm sorry, half a month to move now, so... The sooner we're out, the better, and then we can, I don't know, clean up. Are are you? Um, you don't have a lot of stuff. No, I, I've no, seen I don't. I've seen your room. Yeah, you so have. It, you, I don't have a lot at so all. So you've been able to pack up. I I could imagine you're pretty much done at this point with your room for the most part. Yeah. Um. Nothing. Yeah. Every really everything I can just throw it in my car at this point. I mean, I only have to take down my desk and my bed. And then, actually, I have a shelf I need to take down. But other than that, that's about it. Right. So, nothing worse than having to move, though. I, One of my least favorite experiences. And you live with your mom, so you've got to help your mom move all her shit, too. Um, My mom, well, we've moved. I've moved, like, every year, sometimes every six months of my life, except the last few years. Well, actually, that's not true. I just moved down here from Washington. So, um, yeah, I moved quite a lot. And um, my my mom has this whole system now where if I get involved, I'm just going to screw it up. So she prefers that I stay out of it. Oh, you have learned a valuable lesson there, sir. And that works not just for the parents. That works for wives and girlfriends as well. Honey, you you want to get out of doing something that they want you to do, do it poorly. <laughs> Because then they'll be like, oh, God, you're going to fuck this up. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just do it myself. That's uh, an amazing trick to, to use. Well, I don't mean to do it poorly, but I'll just like do something wrong. Well, and... now you know you can use it as a weapon. Okay, cool. I have weaponized Thank you. That, that whole process. Yeah. Well, are you excited to move? I am. I'm sick of my room. It's a very, very small room. And where you're moving is a little bit bigger? Room? Uh, Well, significantly compared to my room, but yeah. Yeah, it's a bigger room. Yes. It's like a normal size room. I'm I'm comparing your current room to the other, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's awesome. I'll I'll have my, my, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, like a studio apartment. There's no kitchen, but I can, I can put a microwave in there and. A little mini fridge. A little mini fridge, yeah. I have my own bathroom. And my own, um, like, 50-gallon water heater. So showers are going to be awesome. Um, yeah, it's I have, like, my little space that's, like, separate from the main house that my mom and um, her partner are moving into. So uh, I think that's really great that they were, you know, thinking about that. Um, and they're setting up pretty much everything for me. Unfortunately... Um, you know, I do, I do have other responsibilities 
that I can't necessarily get out of lickety split. Right. So they were like, yeah, you're fine. We'll do it. And um, so I feel kind of bad that I'm just not really helping out as much. I mean, I did as much packing as I could today, but I don't know. Just give your mom a hug. All right, well, she's going to get lots of hugs, maybe some foot rubs, shoulder massage. It still weirds me out that you do that with your mom, but that's okay. Hey, love is love, right? Yeah. Um, You know what the best part about you moving is? What's that? You're going to be living very close to me. Yeah, I know. And I am excited yeah. about that. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be like 10 minutes yeah, away. We are, if, if that. Because it, 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 as it stands now, shit. Yeah. You're about an hour from me. But yes, you're going to be one town over from me. Mm-hmm. Yes, good times. Mm-hmm. Good times. I don't know what that means. I mean, it's n- not it means like... means more drinks, I'm sure. It's not like you're going to come over to my house. But uh, I might come to your house occasionally. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And yes, I, I will introduce you to the bars in the area. There's a there's a couple of good ones over there. Okay. So, but yes, I, I'm very excited. When was the last that. time I even went to a bar? Oh God, it's been a while. Things are last year. Yes, I mean, th- wow. Th- things are slowly starting to to reopen now. So, I have a feeling we'll be once it's safe, we'll be clanking the old glasses there. Do you remember <laughs> the last time we went to a bar we saw a fight? <laughs> yes, we did. I do remember that. That yes, was awesome. That was fantastic. That was it's, awesome. It's, it's, those mo- it's those little moments that I miss, let me tell you. No, wait, it was like the waitress's first day on the job, too. <laughs> she just was in the middle of this. She got, like, knocked over she did. She, in the fight. I, I wonder if she quit. I, I feel like she quit yeah, after I that. Yeah, I didn't see her again. No, I never saw her again either. <laughs> Yeah, that was. Um, oh, man. She had, she had a kind of a mini nervous breakdown yeah, right after that. that. Yeah, yeah, she was like, I, f- I felt I felt terrible for her. I did. I felt yeah, absolutely terrible. That was for the first her. time I've left the tip at but, a bar. But, <laughs> <laughs> but still, it was great to see. That was awesome. Was yeah, times. we like got in a nice position of view. <laughs> we we had the booth kind of on the back wall there, yeah. so we had a beautiful bird's eye view of everything. Watching and then this this bar we went to it's a, it's a it's in a uh, on a college camp well it's right next to a college campus so it's a college bar there's been fights all the time there there's been shootings at this I mean it's 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 a dive bar which is why I love it because I'm a big dive bar fan um, but yes it was two had to be college what were they college age you think no one, only one was the okay. other dude was like in his late mid to late thirties big old gut. And old, old enough to know better. And it was about like, like the dude started hitting on his girlfriend and the, and the girlfriend was like way into it, you know, cause that's probably the first time she's seen a hot dude hit on her in a while. And he, he was hot, right? And, well, he was a good looking dude. Yeah. But the boyfriend was not, <laughs> no, he's got he, a big old gut. No, he, he was not. Oh no, man. No. And he was real mad about that. So like there was not only was there like external hate going on, but there was like some deep internal like I know what I look like. You don't need to make me feel this way, type thing. A lot going of on. a lot of insecurity. Yeah, a lot of yeah. insecurity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was smashed. Yes. Way hammered. He was a little pickled. And and the and the girlfriend was just like as soon as um 
it all started going. She took a step back and she was just enjoying the show. <laughs> like she was now, having a blast. Now don't you boys fight over <laughs> little old me? Yeah. Yes, yeah, she was like all smiling and just all ch- t- and then she got out like Snapchat and was like recording and going woo. While Talon and I are in the corner clinking glasses, going, "Hey, it's not us. This yeah. is great. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, and I love, I love that I could just stare and no one cares because." Yep. That's socially acceptable. Exactly. That's a big scene. Of course, I'm going to look. Of course. Of course. It's it's natural curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. That Uh, was awesome. Yes. God, I miss bars. (laughs) God, I miss bars. Is it saving me some money? Kind of. I feel like I'm drinking more. Yeah. I mean. Well, yeah. 15 bucks for a double. 15 a pop. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. Wow. As we both sip our drink at the same time. Enjoy the dead space and the gulping sounds. All right. Well, congratulations on your move, sir. I'm not. I'm excited about it. Good. I'm not excited in the middle of it. I'm. I can't wait till we're done. Right. You'll get there, and then eventually, and then you'll move again. And then I'll move again. That's how that works. Yeah. All right. Hey, want to go to the movies? Oh, I do. All right, before I dive into this, uh, how are you feeling? Um, I'm drunk already, and I'm cold. Yeah, you drank, uh, you drank a sizable amount of that bottle before I even got here. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been here a while. You've been pre-funking. I've been pre-funking. We can tell. Good. All right. I'm glad. So this week, we watched Boss Level, uh, released uh, in 2021, rated R, one hour, 40 minutes. We watched this on, this is a Hulu original. Uh, synopsis, a retired Special Forces officer is trapped in a never-ending time loop on the day of his death. This stars Frank Grillo as Roy Pulver. Did you recognize him? Yeah. You're an MCU guy, so. Yeah, but what was he in before that? Before the okay he was crossbones in the captain america no i know that before the mcu i feel like i've seen him somewhere i have no idea yeah it's my first exposure to him okay uh mel gibson as colonel clive venter that was this that was the santa beard wasn't it kind of i felt like it was he looked a little skinny yeah we'll get into that uh naomi watts was Gemma wells will sasso uh, was Brett the bodyguard? Uh, Michelle Yao was Dai Feng, and then Ken Jong was uh, Chef Jake. Uh, this movie had five different writers. Uh, directed by Joe Carnahan. Joe Carnahan. I don't know if you knew this or not. He is the one that directed the A Team remake. Guess what other movie he also directed? Casper. No. The Gray. Really? Yes. I love that movie. I know you do. That's why I was like, ooh, tell him to like that. Okay, good. He also created and is the executive producer on one of my favorite guilty pleasure TV shows, which is The Blacklist. I fucking love that show. Dude, James Spader's the shit. I watched that show. It's like something you play in the background. It's total. It's like it, supernatural. No, it's total. Or, or vampire diaries. It's total procedural shit. It, yeah. And I get it. it. It's got a very simple blueprint to it. I, I and that's why it's a guilty pleasure. I, I shouldn't enjoy it as much as I do, but I, I fucking love that show, and yeah. it has to do with James Spader more than anything. So, uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score was seventy four percent, audience score was seventy three percent. 
All right. <sighs> I'm just going to dive out. I gave this a three out of five and I enjoyed aspects of this film. Um, it, it was a very kind of meh experience. Um, the ending I was really unhappy with. I felt like they didn't explain jack shit as to what was happening. And it, it was very abrupt. I thought much of that third act was very anticlimactic. I was hoping for some a type of um, a boss battle since the movie's called Boss Level and the boss battle was non-existent in this. Um, there were... I, I, I thought Frank Grillo did a great job. I've never seen him as far as his range is concerned or, um, you know, he, he hasn't had a real opportunity to act in, you know, the, the MCU movies. He had very brief, you know, roles, supporting roles in them. I thought he played the tough guy not, pretty well. Um, he had a good sense of humor. I thought he had fairly decent comedic timing. And as far as the action shit was concerned, he did a great job with it. Um, the supporting cast was a supporting cast. I mean, they, they really, you know, Naomi Watts was his girlfriend, wife, whatever, and she really didn't have a lot to do. Mel Gibson was barely in this movie. I mean, really, not not enough Mel Gibson for me. And again, yes, he's the big bad, but how did that pay off? I mean, it was such a brief, you know, quick, you know, ending for him. Um and is you know as far as the Groundhog's Day with guns you know plot of this movie it was fun and I like the fact that the, we kind of started out in the middle of it it wasn't this build up to where okay now he's in the loop no we start the film in the loop which I I I was happy they did that because I didn't need to be you know have have my hand held and and walk me towards you know how this whole concept's going to work and it was you know the violence was fantastic I love the action. Of it, I, I just think that the they did not stick the landing at the end of this movie. So, you sir, um, yeah, I, 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 two out of five. I'm sorry, two point five out of five. I, I like the the action of it, and I like the the kind of different way that they approached some scenes, but not everything. The, the ending was weird. Um, I like that they they mostly... I like when they started focusing on him being a dad, which was great, which was a different thing. Like, they didn't entirely focus all on blood and gore and violence because that just got really old. Very... Like, it got old very quickly. In fact, the first scene, I was very weird. It took me a long time to get into the rhythm of the movie because they just went in and then they said, this is what this is. This is how it's going to be. And I wasn't into it for a long time. Um, yeah, not a great movie. No, it, it wasn't. Yeah. It, it was very. It was. It was meh. But the acting was still surprisingly okay with yeah. it. Like I, I was not for an action film. Weirded out by the acting. Yeah, yeah. For they an just they film. cut to the chase with everything. So I thought it was. I I, I thought it was very inventive with. Again, I like the fact that it started out in the, you know, we're right off out the gate with, with the action and the fighting. Again, this is the difference between you and I when it comes to porn. I want to get in and out. You want to plot. 
Yeah. You want character development. I need character development. And when it comes to... When it comes I to, need 40 episodes first. When, when it comes to... <laughs> Jesus. When it comes to action films for me, um, yes, character development is nice, but you, you look at something like boss level, you're... Okay, I'm here for the action. And why boss level? Where was the boss I, at all? Well, exactly. And boss it, level? Is, what is, is, well, it's a video game reference. Oh, well, sure, but... But what a, who was the boss? I mean, okay, was Mel Gibson the boss? And what level was there to be? I, I, I don't know. This was not like Scott Pilgrim, you know, versus the world here. Yeah, and does he survive? That's I mean, does he get to live it. with his you kid? You don't know. He ends up going into the giant microwave oven and, and disappears. And roll credits. That's the end of it. Well, no, he wakes up and says, Oh, oh that's right. I'm I, sorry. I can't die. I can't die this time. Sorry. You're right. I had a drink or two when I watched this. Um, that's right. So did he survive? Did it? I mean, those, those are the questions. And, and I don't know in, in this world where box office doesn't exist anymore. I, I don't know if this is something that ends up getting a sequel. Um, but yeah, it was, it just kind of left you, left you hanging. And there was all this focus on him being a dad. Like, I want to see him be a dad. Let's see that. Yeah. Come on. I, yeah. I give no shits about that plot line at all. Really? None. I was into it. Yeah, it's good. Again. Because there was some character development. He's yeah. going, oh, I feel bad that I don't get to see my kid. Oh, well, I'm going to play some Xbox and fix everything. Great. There, There you go. That that was that montage with them playing video games, yeah. That that ground the the pacing of that well, film to to a halt. Well, you know he, how many days did he spend with him? An extra fifty. I, I, I don't know, but Jesus Christ, he, he man, showed some that that killed the pacing of the film. Yeah, it did. It killed it. It did, and it you know it was uh, God, this movie was all over the place. It was it was, hard, it was it, a hot mess. Yeah. But yeah. again, I, I'm not, I'm not looking for this well layered, nuanced film. It's an action movie. I, I'm not looking for that. But even, so much e- blood clouds. I, I that seems to be the thing lately. I'm just like Tarantino movies. He loves the blood, the mist. Yeah, that there wouldn't be that much mist. I mean, you just saw shooting just yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I mean. right there though. <laughs> oh, there was some mist that happened here. <laughs> But yes, this seems to be like for these hard R films, uh, the the blood, you know, it's not blood splatter anymore. It's the mist coming, you know, the, the red mist coming off of the wounds. Yeah. Yeah, there's no mist, ladies and gentlemen. As far as we know. I haven't shot anybody recently, so, you know. You haven't? No. No, oh. I'm trying to avoid that. So, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's really hard to, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. If it's on TV one day and and it's one of those I would put on in the background just because there's some there there the humor the dark humor in it I I loved. There was some very you know twisted humor to this whole thing like you know him getting the guy shooting him in the chest with the kind of grapple thing and dragging him behind the truck and then him, that was messed him, up him turning the tables and doing that I I that was I mean not that you didn't see that coming a million miles away. Uh, the assassin with the katana blade, the Chinese sword, the Chinese sword, oh, whatever. Let's not make this about race. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that one of the lines from the movie. Why was that in there? I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but what is her name? My name is 
Yang Yi and Quang Gien Quang or Gien and yeah. Quang Gien has done this. Yeah. Uh, it was a pleasure watching her go down several times and be murdered. Yeah, I that was very annoying to me. She yeah, she was a very annoying character. But she was cool. No, I mean the, the fight scenes. I mean, I mean, you know. why, wait, why was she the only supernatural character in that though? Did you see the way she was moving, like crouching tiger, hidden dragon just, style, just because she floating around, was floating around, dodging like, an, a, a bunch of bullets? That's just, insane. Just because she was fucking Obi Wan Kenobi, you know, fighting Jango Fett. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, yeah, but like yeah. no one, no one else was that no, supernatural no. in that. No, none of them were. That's cr- I mean, well, what's his name can just crush a, a lady's windpipe, Will Sasso. Could you, you watch Mad TV, did you not, growing up? I I did, yeah, I watched some of it. Dude, Sasso's looking yoked, bud. He He got, damn. He used to be real big. Oh, I remember. He was a big boy. Yeah. And he looks, I I barely recognized him. Well, yeah, I I follow him, so I've seen his progress. you You follow him on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. You buddy yours? Oh yeah. Actually, we I, talk all the time. Actually, I I actually I, I think I do follow him on Twitter too. He's kind of funny, but um, no, yeah, he's a funny guy. Yeah, no, he is jacked up now. He's a he's a big dude. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty impressive. But again, I, he was my favorite character. I think uh, he was he, not well, not my favorite character, but he was a good character. I mean, he he had some of the funnier moments in it. Um, they they definitely gave him you know some of the best joke lines. His his uh, Dark Knight Christian Bale voice I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you wanted to see, you know. Grillo and, and Sasso fight. I never thought I would say that in a sentence, but you know, you wanted to see kind of a big throwdown with those two. Didn't get it. Nope. You wanted to see a big throwdown between Grillo and, and Mel Gibson. You kind of got it, but it wasn't really much of a fight. And I understand Mel Gibson's getting up there in years. It's, it's, it's would be hard uh, to have a believable fight between him and Frank Grillo at this point. Cause Grillo's fucking yoked. Well, yeah. 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 But I mean, how, I mean, getting that yoked, that's got to, that, he must have been at this for like s- nearly a decade to get that level of physical fitness. Well, it was only a hundred and by the end of it, wasn't it like 160 days or something like that, that he had done it? For what? That he had gone through this time loop. Oh, I'm talking to him as an actor. Oh, him? No, he's always, he's like a big fitness buff. Yeah. And he's had a couple of shows and have those that that, that eight pack. Holy, yeah. holy moly! He's he's a big MMA guy. Um, I know he hosted a show. Uh, fuck, it was a year or two ago where he was he would go around the world and and meet uh, you know masters at different you know f- uh, different fighting techniques and you know, Kune Do things like that. How awesome would that be to get drunk every day and never wake up with a hangover? Yeah. You could drink as much as you want. I don't know. You know, I, I've always in, in my mind wondered if I would enjoy that. I, I would think after a while you'd fucking lose your mind. But you Not know. if you're drunk all the time. Well, exactly. I mean, you could, you basically got a license to kill at that point. There are no consequences to anything that you do mm-hmm. outside of whatever psychological damage is done. You could rob, murder, do whatever the fuck you want at that point. And again, there's no consequences for it. So 
I guess the question is, at what point would that get old? I mean, you, you would get to a point where you're like, this, yeah, I, I want to do something with consequences. Because maybe you meet that girl of your dreams and you get to spend a day with her and that's it. You're done. So, or you learn how to sword fight, you know, one of the two. Speaking of cra- that was a horrible. Well, but speech, speaking of crouching tiger, hidden dragon, who, I know who was teaching there, him the swords. There she is. Yeah, What's Mich- her name? Michelle Yao. Right Yao. There. Yao. Mm-mm-mm. But yes, why that was pointless. Yeah. Why just wing it? Yeah. Wing chung it. Or just, I mean, he's a special forces guy. Why? I mean, doesn't he already have these combat skills? He was like. How do you, if you wanted to attract somebody, you, dude, you're in the special forces. I don't think they teach sword fighting in the special forces. No, not special. Okay. I'm fairly, I, I'm fairly certain that that's yeah, not a but course. All you need is a bowie knife. I'm sure you can parry uh, the sword real quick or get out of the way for a second so you can get a nice neck or, I'm sorry, knife to the throat. I mean, come on. He's in the special forces. He should know how to combat this stuff or at least hit a target. Just doing cartwheels. I mean, come on. Right. How bad of a shot do you have to be? <laughs> I mean, I know she moves fast, but that was she, not that fast. But she doesn't move that fast. And, and, Although, he, and he walked it. Didn't he walk in with a machine gun at one point? Yeah. I'm like, really? Da, 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 da. Really? Yeah. You, missed every you, shot. You couldn't. You couldn't hit her. Yeah. Yeah. For a special forces guy, he was pretty dumb. He he was thick headed. Yeah, and uh, that was, I think, the one bit of character development as time went on is that he got smarter about his environment and he picked up on different clues and he was able to, you know, figure some things out. But um, yeah, but that's and he just randomly ran into his son. How insane! Yeah, yeah. How'd that happen? Uh, plot convenience. Yeah. Now there, there were there God, were, God has a way. Yeah, God has a plan. What I a, mean, whatever. Um, yeah, that 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 was that bugged me too. Yeah, it's like, oh, how convenient. And he's like, oh, I was underground, so therefore they couldn't track me, and the cafe is underground, therefore they can't track me. And yet they yet showed they find up. You. Yeah, I, I don't get that part yeah. either. The tooth. Speaking of the cafe, the fucking the tooth pulling scene that was hilarious. That was he just kept pulling teeth <laughs> until he figured out where the tracker was. That, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Ken Jong doing his usual wacky shit. That was the uh, the diner owner. You know they say in the movies they always show like you know it's pretty easy to pull out your. T- it's not really easy to pull out your teeth it's really hard to pull out your teeth yeah um believe me i've tried my seven-year-old just lost her uh other front tooth and that had been loose for uh fuck almost a month now that tooth had been loose and so she um slight tangent well no it's related to what we're talking about but she um, she does modeling and she does acting, so she has to um, do headshots about once a year. So she'd already lost one of her front teeth, her top front tooth, and we were hoping that okay, hopefully she'll lose the other one before we go get the headshots done. Otherwise, we're going to have to redo them again. So she go you know tooth didn't come out. She went and did her headshots. What happens? A week later, the other one fucking comes out. That's good timing. 
God has the plan, right, Talon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. now I get to drop another 300 plus fucking dollars on headshots. Yay. Well, God hates you. Did I I do believe you're onto something, sir. Yeah. I do believe you're onto something. You don't pray enough. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Hey, is it time for a break? Yeah. All right. Uh last thoughts on uh boss level. Meh. It was mediocre. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen better action films. It was a little bit too yeah. tryhardy for me. Oh wow! Did you really? Yeah, like they were just way too into it. Like if they, I don't know. I want. I w- I wish it was more like Deadpool. Well, don't we all? I mean, come on. You want to talk about a fantastic action film? Well, they were getting there, but then they like went it, off on these it, things it, that just didn't it, work. There was a lot of, and there were too many dead moments, in my opinion. Yeah, well, because we know Deadpool can't die. Right. right. We know this guy can't die. There's right. got to be something else right. to keep us interested. I, I think which they went on, but right. Kind of and, and, and it had to do, it, the pacing was very important. The success of this film was going to be based on its pacing. And yep. there were just too many times where it was full throttle and then it just dead clunked. in the water. Yeah. And I, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of a balance there. But ultimately, come on, fucking rewrite your third act. Figure it the fuck out. There, there has to be something a little more that punches you in the gut a little harder that, that gets your attention. Don't, don't just this meandering fucking ending bullshit. Well, also, I mean the whole restarting the day was not integral to the story that they had going on the whole really, they could have made that story without the need for him to be killed all the time. I was one. that was the major plot point of the movie. Nah, it, but was with, the, with, with the what concept. they were going off of, it didn't need to be no, that I at all. I don't think it would have worked without that. I don't think so. Like, no, needed, have okay. It, it let me let me fix this for you. Have the wife building a nuke. She's under scrutiny of this big general, and they send people to after him. And then it's all fixed. He doesn't need to die. He didn't need to yeah, die all the time for the story yeah, to be the, how but, how it no, went. No, but that was the hook of the movie, though. Uh, it, what you just described is your typical generic action film. And, and this they, was a typical generic uh, remake of with, Groundhog Day but, with guns. With guns, which yeah. I can appreciate that, which is why I was interested in the movie. But no, without this particular device, plot device in it, and this movie doesn't work. It's it's me, it's even more mediocre. I feel like it could have worked better because there would have been more emphasis on character and story progression okay because what's the point if you can just sit and die and everything be fine but that's part of the character development is that how he deals with that process was he really different yeah i would say so he he oh, he had given up he was at the point where he we had don't given see up. him afterwards right but you do see him progress throughout the film he had basically given up and then he started fighting back and then he started figuring out the way because he wanted to see this through. He wanted to get back, you know, have a relationship with his girlfriend, wife, and he wanted to have a relationship with his son. That's progression. He progressed at that point. We were literally right back where we started. Fair I don't enough. know. I don't see any progression there. Fair enough. Ah, this is why I love talking to you about movies. <laughs> You're mm. you are so blind to everything. It just makes it so much fun. I feel like you're the blind one. Ah. Look how big your font is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of my large font. Weren't we supposed to take a break? On that note, let's go take a break. We'll be back in a bit. 
back. All right. We were uh, having a quick conversation on the break as far as, hey, what movies do we need to uh, review here, you know, to kind of get get more people interested? It seems like whenever we do newer films, people seem to have a little bit more interest in them than the, than the older ones. So we'll take that as a sign. That's probably one of those, well, no shit, Josh. People don't give a fuck about movies that came out 10 years ago. And I always thought there was a little niche market in there for that, but uh, apparently I am completely wrong. So maybe we'll do some classic movies, you know, at some point. But, and I, I do, one of the things that we're laughing about, and I'm going to say this, I want to give a shout out to our one fan in Germany. Apparently we have a fan in Germany, so I'm going to give him a shout out. Thanks for listening. Not sure how the hell that happened, but. It's a VPN uh, probably. Uh, whatever. I am. Somebody's not even real. Somebody masking where (laughs) they are, but whatever, I'll take it. So here's to our one German fan. All right. Would you like to hear some tales? Mm Mm-hmm. Tales of domestic bliss. Yes. Tales of domestic bliss. This is another segment that we will be repackaging, rebranding and renaming probably within the I would say next episode, more than likely. Um, ultimately, I run out of things to talk about at this point. And obviously, there are certain no-fly zones when it comes to tales of domestic bliss. And uh, having those restrictions put up mean that means that I can't talk about a lot of shit. So we're, we're, we'll, we'll debut next episode. That'll be our teaser for next episode. A new segment to replace tales of domestic bliss. However, this week, I still have one tale of domestic bliss left in me. So, over the weekend, I'm home, enjoying time with the family, decide to uh, have a little recreational time with a little recreational marijuana. So, I, I, uh, I had an edible, and I do partake of the edibles occasionally. I enjoy them. It's good for sleep. It's what I like them for. Beats the heroin. You know, because heroin's addictive, apparently. I love heroin. I didn't find out, you know, until it was way too late on that one. So I take this, and just quick background, I go to the same weed shop every time. I I have a place I like to go to, and they sell... um, you know, these prepackaged little edibles. And I got what I thought was the same package because it looked very similar. However, it was not the same thing. It also was a way higher dosage than I am used to taking. So I popped this little fucker in. And about 45 minutes later, I am having a fucking meltdown. Um... I kept having little blackout periods where I couldn't remember what I had done a mere two or three minutes prior. I was having these, this cyclical thought process where I was thinking about some horrible thing. And then a minute later, I wouldn't remember what horrible thing I was thinking about and it would move on to something else. Do you get crossfaded or do you just take the edible? Like, am I drinking in addition? Yeah. No, I never mix the two, ever. Hmm. Okay. 
That's weird. I don't know why you black out. That's not a weed thing. Well, it's gotta be a- it wasn't. So it, it's just the sh- my short-term memory is gone. Go, go straight to hell. So I couldn't remember. It's not that I, bl- it just felt like a blackout because I couldn't remember what happened fucking five minutes ago. So I am freaking out because I, even drunk, I have some level of control. I'm not the type of person that drinks to the point where I don't recall what happens. I mean, yes, sometimes the details can be a little fuzzy, but at the time I'm doing it, I can still remember things as they're going on. Yeah. Maybe the next day, eh, I don't know, but I know what I did five minutes ago. I'm sitting here drinking right now. I've had a few. I feel good. But I remember what I did 20 minutes ago. I remember conversations I had. That's the problem with fucking weed, man. I hate when my short-term memory goes bye-bye. That drives me fucking crazy. Because in my head, I go to, oh my God, what horrible thing did I fucking do five minutes ago that I can't remember what I did? Did I do something bad? Oh my God. I get super paranoid because um, normally I'm an indica guy. I, 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 I want the body high. I can't do a head high. If I do a head high, it turns into an existential nightmare and I'm sitting in the corner hiding. And I feel like that's kind of what I ended up getting. I looked on the package and it said indica like, which, okay, but does that mean it's sativa that's, indica like or you know that i i couldn't understand what how i misread this thing obviously i didn't see what the the strength of it was because usually it's for me it's five milligrams this was a 10 so obviously double what i usually take so that could explain some of it but i swear to god man there was a point in the evening i am laying in bed with my wife holding on to her just like i need an anchor man i need a fucking anchor i get i don't let me go you know, and she's, of course, laughing her ass off because I'm sitting there and <clears throat> I'm speaking to her, but it sounds like I am having a hard time talking. I, I it sounds like I'm like just be, talking gibberish. And I and I look at her and I'm, I'm sorry, I know you can't understand me. She's like, you're talking just fine. And I'm just sitting here going, but it sounds funny. So again, I don't know what the fuck happened, but that was a bad trip, man. I was still, I woke up at six o'clock the next morning. I was still high, still fucking high. And I took it probably eight 30 the night prior. That's fucking weird. There's, there's gotta be something wrong with my body chemistry that just doesn't. Well, um, if your liver isn't functioning properly, then yeah, that's what's going to happen. Ding, 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 ding. Because when you have edibles, it's processed in your liver versus absorbed into your lungs. Oh, that's horrifying. God. Yeah, and it turns into something different. It it the THC gets gets processed and and not really digested, but uh, yes, it's digested in some ways and turned into something different, which gives you that it's a different high than if you smoke it. It's just different. It's not the same. So, so um, yeah, if your liver's not functioning properly, yeah, you're going to have a weird well, time. Well, I just don't get, because the, the, the stuff that I, I've taken before, I, and I've stuck to the same fucking thing for a while. It took me a while to find one that I really enjoyed that could knock me on my ass and help me sleep. But I found one, and I've been, you know, I've used it many, many times over the, you know, the past six months. Um, 
but for whatever reason, you know, and again, this was obviously the same brand. The packaging was very similar. And, but for some reason, this one just fucking did not agree with my body chemistry for some well, reason. Because you took double the amount. Yeah, that, that's part of it. No, I, I think I, that's probably the only reason. You think that's exactly yeah, what it was? I think that's the only thing. Yeah. Motherfucker, dude. That was. I would not do well. Well, they're getting industrial now. That's the shit strong. Yeah, it's not how it was in the 80s. Kid, oh, <laughs> smoke and shake, man. Yeah. Back in the back in the day, well, I wasn't smoking pot in the eighties. That was my parents, um, but yeah, no, it's different from what it was in high school. Jesus, man, we didn't have this quality level shit when we were in high school. Now it's fucking pharmaceutical. Yeah, you got to pay tax on it. Yeah, now, now it's fucking pharmaceutical grade. Mm-hmm. That's always such the experience going into those shops, though. It really is because they have I, the place I go to. They get. Top marks for customer service. They are the best. They they will answer every stupid question that you have. Because I, I was never big into the weed game, even in high school. I, I think I only smoked it a couple of times in high school. I didn't enjoy the experience, so I never touched it. It wasn't until after it was legalized that I even tried it again. And, of course, you know, I went in and I talked to the people and I said, hey, here's what has happened any other time that I've smoked weed. It's gone really badly. Do you have a recommendation? And that's when I I learned, you know, the difference between sativa and indica, you know, strains and how, you know, indica would be the better one for me. And that's how I was able to kind of figure out, okay, well, this is the one that works. And then we still took some trial and error, but you know, we've, I think we've established at this point that I can't do 10 milligrams or higher. Fuck. I was high. 10 milligrams is a lot. I was high as fuck. They sell some of those like 25. How the fuck do you function? Well, it's 20, it's not 25 per, it's 25 per. Well, my, my, gummy bear well, no, my, whatever. my understanding is they can only, the, the, they can only do 50 milligrams per package. So yeah. like the ones that I buy, it's 10 per package that are five milligrams. So you can get up to, I guess you could get a 50 milligram edible. Why the fuck would you want to? Cause dude, you're, you're in the, like the cerebral palsy stage. At that point, <laughs> I yeah. have osteoporosis. I have osteoporosis. <laughs> so, I, yeah. Again, I, I definitely. Uh, it's it's a nice sleep aid. It's not something I take on the regular, but it's better than drinking yourself to sleep every night because that never. Oh God, after a while. So, Talon, uh, what do you have this week for uh, tales of domesticity bliss? Well, um, it has to do with my little brother. That, that's domestic and happens at home. So, so, yes. I was doing some brown time. Uh, code brown. You you were on the shitter? I was code brown on the john. Okay. All right. Um, and my brother comes up to the, to the door, and he just starts talking to me through the door, right? And, you know, I have the fan on. I can't really hear what he's saying, so I'm going, what? Huh? What'd you say? And then he starts yelling. He's like, I left. I left a, uh, a gun for you here outside the door and some and a sword. So when you get out, 
um, we can play a game, okay? You get one life. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> so he just brings me this Nerf gun with a bunch of darts in it and like the claw from um uh what's that Marvel movie? Black Panther. Oh, like Ulysses Claw. <clears throat> yeah. And um so I wash my hands, I open the door, I grab the darts, and then we have since we're moving, there's like all these boxes everywhere, and I see his head peeking out from like behind one of them. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, here we go. And he shoots at me. So then we have, we're have we having this battle, and my mom is working from home. So she's in the living room, and she's, like, darts are flying back and forth in her webcam that she's, you know, doing for work. <laughs> so she's Jesus. like, I can see that she's getting mad, but she's like, she can't say anything about it because... You know she can't be like, "Hey, pipe down!" It's, yeah, it, pipe it down you, you, right now. You put it on. <laughs> you put it on mute and shut the camera off for a sec, and then it's motherfucker. I'm in a fucking meeting. It's exactly how that would go down. Exactly. Um. So I like trying. I usher him into um my mom's bedroom, and then I'm like throwing him on the bed, and then we're having a fight. And um, wow, is he skilled with the sword? He grabbed a lightsaber, and I and I somehow took his little wooden sword. So we're like you know, clashing in the bedroom here. And he cuts my leg. So then I have to pretend like, ah, oh, uh, I'm one-legged now. So then, and he get he gets me, honestly, he did, you know? I, I mean, I wasn't trying to like kill him, but um, his was bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> he had a longer lightsaber than my little small saber I had. Does that make you feel inadequate as yeah. a man? Yeah. yeah, 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 I get it. Although I could still grand slam him and like toss him through a window, but uh, it, it felt really good to lose and to see like the big smile on his face, <laughs> like he was gonna murder me, and just the joy that that brought. <laughs> to him. Like he was stabbing me, and he was like going for my nuts, which I was not happy about. But because it uh, it don't matter, it's a plastic sword. Yeah. When you get a nut shot, that shit hurts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was like, I bet that's gonna hurt. <laughs> and of course, the little shit still doing it. He keeps yeah. trying to whack you in the balls. Yeah. No, well, I don't think he was doing it on purpose. Just like his uncoordinated movements, like, like his uh, his arm level was right at my is, is at your, my is your dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. That that was great. That was really really fun. And then um, he had to go to his dad's this weekend, so I I was taking a nap today, and then he comes in, and he crawls in my bed, and he goes, "Hey, I I I, I gotta go. Do you, um, I I brought you some cheese. Do you want some cheese?" And he left some cheese on my pillow. <laughs> and he just gave me a big hug. Did he punch you in the dick too? No, no, no. He's very nice. He's a great guy. That's Love funny. That guy. Yeah. I had a very similar experience with my oldest daughter when she was about his age. Um, the Star Wars prequels were very popular at that point. God damn it. Uh, here we go. Um, but we had lightsabers. We, we had the, you know, the, the authentic, you know, Lucasfilm lightsaber. And yeah she started you know we started doing that and i would teach her you know how to parry and do you know different things and that kid whooped my ass after a while she got really good at it there were there was a point when she got older she started doing fencing and 
like would whoop my ass up one side and down the other. But no, I we had so much fun doing that. It's such a blast. And yes, the look on their face when they've got when they like legitimately beat you. And I was legitimately beat several times <laughs> as, as time went on. Um, yeah, that look of, of glee is is it's nice. You know, they're having fun and you're having fun. How often does that happen? You know, never this. I'm very depressed this week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, since this is our, our last tales of domestic bliss, I do have one other story this week and this is a good one. Usually I'm complaining about various things. Um, I had the opportunity to have a day off with my littlest one, just she and I. And we took a nice little drive up to a sightseeing area, just the two of us. We went and, and walked around on a trail, looked at some sites, and she had the best time. I had the best time. Um, it was really nice being able to spend time with her. We went to kind of a collectibles store, and uh, bought, I bought her her first real comic book. She wanted no it. Yeah. Wow. I'm a proud papa. I got her her first com her first official comic. <clears throat> I'm gonna go help my brother get his first skin. <laughs> um, yeah, mine's not quite as bloodthirsty and violent, but still, um, yes, you do. You. It's that, not about it, blood. It's about I, honor. I, I, I understand. It, it's very important to to you. Yeah. No, I get it. That's fine. Not to me. We gotta please our gods. Yeah, you know what really helps with that? I just don't have any. Um, but Well, it's not up to me, Josh. It is, actually. No, I don't think it is. It's all about personal choices. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm going to move on from that. Uh, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was nice getting to, to just do one-on-one -on -one time. And again, you know, that how happy it makes my heart to be able to, to buy, you know, my little one, her first comic book. You know, I did that with her older sister. Now she went to the dark side and started reading, you know, manga comics, and I'll never forgive her for that. But, um, and you know, this one will probably go down the same road. But, anyways, yeah, I got her. It was uh, the uh, Marvel. Um, God damn it. it! It's got Squirrel Girl and uh, Spider Gwen and uh, Miss Marvel, and uh, you know, all those characters. And she's super excited about because she's reading really well now. She actually sat down and was reading it, and that's the first time she's really read a comic book. So I kind of had to show her how to do that. And I know I'm getting sappy here, but it was a really awesome kind of moment. So happy moment for me. How often does that happen? Never. Yeah, that's right. I've never seen you happy right. yet. I was happy. I had a moment. All right, enough of this happy fucking bullshit. Let's move on before I start crying. Um, yeah, shall we? This is a thing, God damn it. All right. So, in your sexual fantasies, sir, have you ever envisioned yourself uh, in a diaper? <laughs> no. no. No? Not not your thing? No. How, how about with a, a, a baby bonnet on and being in an oversized crib? Is that ever something that's crossed your mind? No. But I feel like um, if, I mean, what kind of a headspace do I need to be 
in order to feel that. Because I, I, you've seen my bed. It's basically a crib. It kind of right? is. Am I subconsciously a bib? Kind of. <laughs> I don't know what that I, I, that question meant, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying, right? You're consciously someone who needs a bib? No, unconsciously. Unconsciously need a bib. Yeah. Okay, very good. Yeah. So the individuals that enjoy this this par, this week's paraphilia is paraphilic infantilism. It's also known as adult baby syndrome. It's a sexual fetish that involves role playing a regressive or role playing a regression to an infant like state. Behaviors may include drinking from a bottle or wearing diapers. Individuals may engage in gentle and nurturing experiences. Uh, or be attracted to masochistic, coercive, punishing, or humiliating experiences. Diaper fetishism involves diaper lovers wearing diapers for sexual or erotic reasons, but may not involve infant-like behavior. Individuals who experience both of these things are referred to as adult baby slash diaper lovers. When wearing diaper diapers, infantilists may urinate and or defecate in them. So they get like a mommy to come clean up their stuff. Yes. So okay. yes. So basically, they just put on the full. Is this regalia. mostly men doing this? I can't. I. It's hard to picture women doing this. So in the interest of, fuck me, of researching this, of course, I went to the darkest, deepest parts of the internet to. Uh, to you, oh, you to seen look. some videos? Oh, I saw some videos. Wow. Okay. So it's got to be men. If right? For the most part, yes. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I did see one, I think one or two videos that were women, but no, it's mostly men. Yeah. It's mostly I men. I figured. Yeah. Um, it's, God. You know, some say that individuals who are like obsessed with sucking on boobs, right? They have some type of oral fetish. Yeah. Or they, you know, enjoy like I have an oral fetish and I know this because I smoke cigarettes and that's one. It's a mouth, you know, hand mouth, you know, type of situation. <laughs> I mean, is that a fetish? It's does not. It, a, no, no, that's not it, a that's not a fetish. It's it's <clears throat> uh, fixation. It's, uh, uh, you know, Sigmund Freud came up with, you know, when it came to uh, psychosexual analysis, that is one of his his. um yeah, but most psychologists nowadays don't like Freud. No, they don't like Freud. I'm just saying that that is just one of the the many you know oral areas, fixation. Oral fixation. Yeah. There was a there was a genital. Yeah, fixation. there's an oral stage. There's an anal yeah. stage. Yes. There's um a uh, what? There's like three other stages. Yes. Yeah. We don't need to. But thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, you're Sta- stage was the word that was escaping me for some reason. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, so. Like, I understand who doesn't love sucking on a boob. I mean, come on. Well, I'm sure there are many people that don't. I personally enjoy sucking on a boob. However, I don't want to do that dressed in a diaper. I love the nurturing aspect of this. I love the, the, you know, maybe being taken care of. I get that. But, yeah, the whole diaper, I'm definitely not shitting and pissing myself. Sorry, folks. Shit and piss does not belong in sex in my world, okay? I, I I cannot get on board with that. I am a sick fuck that's into some very deviant shit, but when you start throwing urine so, and, and so, feces But what if it's on there, accident? But that, that shit happens, Talon. <laughs> that's a dad joke. You're welcome. Things happen. I get that. 
But if you're doing it on purpose for the, with the intention of including it in your whatever you're doing sexually, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I, and, and we try not to judge here. I, I, I just, I don't know, man. That just that's above. I, I if somebody wants to dress in a diaper and throw a baby bonnet on and sit in an oversized crib and suck on mommy's teat, okay. That, I, I'm fine with that. Well, I, not that people need my fucking permission to but, do this, but, but can they get paid to do it? That's a different question. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that there is an industry, as far as prostitution is concerned, or escorts or whatever, who probably provide that service for men. They pay them to come in and be quote unquote mommy, and off to the races we go. But I, yeah, the videos were interesting. I, I, you, you really have to be, I think, in a very special headspace to to find them erotic. Because I was not turned on <laughs> at all, not turned on <laughs> at, at all. You have to, you have to be in a very special, headspace. very special headspace. Well. <laughs> Because I, it was, it, it is seriously, it's a gut. Wait, it's, it's so a are gu- you saying you've experienced that headspace where uh, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm into that. What? A, what? A, no, <laughs> I, I, I have not. What I will say is that I don't know how I would ever get to that headspace. Uh, maybe, maybe 15 milligrams of edibles. I don't know. <laughs> Who well, fucking Have you knows? been in a crib yet? Not in a long time. I could build you a crib. I, I'm sure you could. Yeah. An adult-sized crib? Yeah. Okay. I just need some plywood and some posts. Okay, we'll go to Lowe's. Some, like, small posts. We'll go to Lowe's tomorrow, okay? Um, but the videos a were... A lathe, perhaps? A, la- a lathe? Yeah. Do you need a, a, a skill saw? Well, I don't need a skill saw, but a hand saw will do fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. How, how much is all this going to cost? Oof, not much. <clears throat> Maybe 200 bucks. You know how many bottles of whiskey i could buy for 200 bucks oh a lot yeah so yeah. No, i'm gonna pass i'm gonna <clears throat> okay. pass i'm gonna stick to my other deviant sexual behaviors that don't involve needing a crib at this point just uh okay but the guys the guys in these videos i mean they're doing the wow yeah they're into it they're into it i mean they're they're buying all the way in they're method they're method like a motherfucker um and yeah, it just and it plays out exactly as you think it would. Is I, it called cribbin? <laughs> I, I can't remember what they called. Just I think it was adult baby or whatever the thing was. I'll send you a link. You'll love it. But there, in most of them, the 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 extent of the sexual aspect of it is maybe some breastfeeding and that's about it. There's no real sex involved in it. There's no actual intercourse. Why would there be? Well, I, I get it's that. About, it's about being nurtured. No, no, no. I, and I get that. No, I, I'm just saying, you know, from a it's jack. Not about, it's not about being desired. It's about being nurtured. nurtured. No, yeah. I understand yeah. that. We all like to be nurtured. Well, there's a balance. And I do enjoy breastfeeding. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> I just prefer to do it, you know, naked and not with a diaper on. So, but hey, that's me. It ain't for me, but I'm sure it's for somebody out there. Not for you. Nope. Not really your thing. 
Mm-mm. You're a very meat and potatoes guy. So yeah. Yep. There you go. All right. What's your thing? You're gonna love this. Probably not. I hmm, I think you will. All right. Are so. we, are you doing a video again? You have got to stop doing this. This is not <laughs> a visual. God damn it. All just, right. Just let so me, just let me, I, let me, let me know gi- what, what gi- you see here. Giant raw honeycomb with bees is the title of it. You are clearly having a hard time moving that around. Why is there a, there's a drill bit in here. Why is there a drill bit here? Uh, okay. It's a mystery for another time. So anyways, it looks like some teenager holding a very large honeycomb with some bees on it. All right, go. That's very good. Oh my God. He's eating it. Are you fucking kidding me? Look, there's bees. Uh, I see the bees. Why is his mouth agape? He's actually eating it. Why is he eating this? Oh, and he's smacking his... (laughs) God, I fucking hate that. (laughs) Sorry, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so have you ever heard of mukbang? I'm going to just say, put this out there real quick. Guys, one of my biggest fucking pet peeves in the world is is hearing people chew or fucking drink or smack their lips. It drives me nuts. And this kid was fucking sitting there eating this goddamn honeycomb just with his mouth completely... Ah, fuck, no! (laughs) Well, look, there are bees on here. There were bees on there. I saw them. There are bees on... It's just... It's not right at at all. At all. Oh, God. Why would you... Why? <laughs> Why is his mouth open like that? That's I don't know, because he deserves to get... <laughs> He deserves to get punched in the face. That's what he deserves for for making a video and and chomping. Like no, no, fuck that. Oh my god. And then, well, I want I want you to see how he spits out the wax. I am triggered because he like he's chewing it right, and he's like, oh, the honey's really good. But oh, fucking motherfucker! That is intense. <laughs> how do the bees do it? How do the bees do it, Josh? <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. How do the bees do it? Okay, okay. I'm, do- I'm done. What's I'm he done. spitting into? A trash can, probably. <laughs> I don't know. On his fucking floor in his trailer. I, d- I don't know. But anyway, have you ever heard of mukbang? Uh, I've heard the word. I actually don't know what it means. I, I just... Is that, is that mukbang? It's eating. It has something to do with eating a large amount of stuff. And so <clears throat> there's 30 minutes of him eating this. How how many views does that video have? Um, this particular one has four point four five million. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not joking. Four point four five million. And this was a few years ago. So, so. I'll get back to that in a minute. A mukbang is an online audiovisual broadcast in which a host consumes large quantities of food while interacting with the audience. Oh my god, that's like my worst no, nightmare. But, no, but well, you know what would make why it, you, why they're so popular is the people that do this are very thin. Like they're they they eat an ungodly amount of food. You know what would only, the only thing that would make that worse worse 
is if uh, it was a clown eating food loudly. Okay, that's the only thing that would make it worse for me. <laughs> is, is a fucking clown going. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> What the fuck are, are you doing? <laughs> wow, this is crazy. There's there's this girl just in her car and look. I don't. I, I what, do, what do you look? I, dude, you're fucking killing well, me. Well, there, we're, there's we're, there's people just in their car. We're just we're, eating. We're gonna have a conversation at <laughs> well, some point. Look at that. Oh, look, she's eating French fries or whatever the fuck <laughs> that is. Oh, oh my god, that's so entertaining. I know. 1.1 uh, 1 million views. Well, are apparently, you shitting me? Yeah, no, apparently some people this is arousing to them. Oh, we have next week's topic. I mean, at this point, <laughs> uh, this is definitely a fetish of some kind. Well, that's a whole mixing bowl. Who the fuck who cares? So we're just sh- Look at the I mean, she's got her makeup. They, I, I know, like, but, they, but they've got well her, done. They, How does she not ruin her makeup? But That's they've what got, I'm they've got a close up on her mouth while she's. I, this dude really. And do you see the nails that she has? Oh, she has like I, rainbow I don't nails. Fucking care. Is she dipping a lobster tail? In, That's in, a whole ra- bowl of ranch. And that's ranch. That's an I was, entire bowl. I was of ranch. just about to say that's a bowl of fucking ranch. Wait, is she? Is she oh, talking? Oh, gross. All right, <clears> hold on. Wait, th- there's some copyright music. We can't play this. Whoa, dude! Okay, I'm seeing the sexual aspect of this because yeah. she just basically deep throated a lobster t- a lo- or a lobster tail uh, coated was, in ranch. That was crazy. Dude, I just, was, I did you I, see it? How much went in there? I, I know. I just cannot believe. Oh my god, she's doing it again. Oh, and she's got white, white fluid all over her face. Weird. Um, <laughs> but I, this thing has one point. 1 million views and was released last year. There's got to be a, a who, an, an auditory. Who is. We've this, talked about this. This isn't before. even an ASMR thing. I know that ASMR does some lip smacking, but yes, I know there are some people that do the eating part. I get that. But for this, I mean, really? I feel like, I feel like the ASMR part, that's a, that has a lot to do with the sexual aspect of it. You're probably right. Right? Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, it's got to be. It just blows my mind that people. But a honeycomb again. I can't. A honeycomb with bees. Weird shit with bees on it. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that. I'm gonna go to the grocery store. I'm gonna grab the little bear with with the spigot at the top, and I'm gonna bring that home, even though it's overpriced. But still, yeah, I. And I, and I guess I get I get it from that perspective that okay some people might want to watch that because a guy is literally eating a honeycomb covered in bees okay that's has the potential to be very funny especially if he's stung to death that I hope he gets stung, that's but my, he never did that's my favorite part of my he girl did. he never does yeah that's my favorite part of my girl is when Macaulay Culkin goes down um, but it's uh, that I understand but just somebody sitting there eating a fucking tray of fries. Why the fuck would I watch that? But apparently, I'm I'm not one of the one point fucking two million people watching. You know what about these that things. life? You don't just I, put I, it in your headphones, I'm, you I'm, lay down for, and, and sit and listen. Going to, to bed, sit and listen to somebody chomp in my fucking ear. And I would, <laughs> I would, someone. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather get Francis Francis punched for two hours straight. Okay, that's how that's much. A, that's that's, a big that's how much I fucking hate. Hearing people a chew. Francis punch. A Francis punch, sir. 
I will take a Francis punch. Wow. Yeah. That's how that's how committed I am to my okay, so, to my hatred. So you know those like massage tables where like you can put your face in there and yes. you're like you're laying flat? But what if there's like a little hole cut out for your your family jewels there? And then a lady can just you see that as a punching bag, and you know they go the. So there is a there is there is a fetish related to the massage tables and your genitalia going with the hole going down through the middle of it. Really? Yes, they call it milking. So called. Why is that called milking? Uh because they give you a little yank out while you're getting rubbed down from underneath the table. Wow! I'll send you a video at some point. All right. Yeah. Do that. I have lots of videos. Um, you do need to send me the link to the bee eating video so that I can post it on, on our Facebook when this episode All right. drops. All right. Uh, there's it actually you. I need a couple of fucking videos that you've shown on here because this apparently has become a thing with you. Is that you're gonna fucking show videos during this segment? I feel like it's really it's uh, it's great. Okay, it it kind of works, but it's. Uh, well, what works is your reaction to it because you hate is it. it. This oh, is funny. Okay. This is great. All right. I'll give I you like that. This. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I mean, right. that, that's also insane. He just ate of that's crazy. so many bees. Uh, God. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not putting bees in my mouth. We got to break this down. Oh, break it down? Yeah. The psychosis or? Yeah. I mean, you saw him, right? I mean, what mental state do you need to be in in order to bite into... A whole honeycomb. Yeah. Um, I can tell you exactly. It's a narcissist who's super needing fucking attention, and he's decided to post this on the internet. I mean, wow. the, that's why we podcast, isn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Of course. We're. N- um, I I don't know. I I feel like that's too much free time on their hands. Was that record? When was that recorded again? Two thousand eighteen. Okay, so this is before quarantine. Well, okay. I don't know when it was recorded, but that's okay. when it's uploaded. When it was uploaded, so obviously before then. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Apparently, there's not a lot to do where that person's from. Cause well, it, they, this person was in China at that time. And apparently, he bought the... He was complaining that he was in China, but he had to buy the honeycomb from America. And he was annoyed. But he's an American because he's talking... Like one, and he claps his hands a lot. You know, I need to get some fried chicken. That's what he says, like three or four times. Did, did you watch? Did you watch? Did you watch that whole video? Oh, oh, I did. Yeah. You're the audience. Congratulations. <laughs> you're the audience. You, uh, of you, the four point two million, you, I, you're contributing. I I'm not the audience. You're contributing to this madness. It's madness. No, there's Ma- a difference between madness. contribution and analysis. All right, that's <laughs> Stri- wow. Strictly for research purposes. Yeah. That's the, uh, the I. I'm gonna take that to my grave. Okay, that's that's <laughs> why we. It's why I look at all the crazy shit that I look at. It's it's research. Oh, I promise. Wow. Wow. Um. Yeah, I'm speechless at this point. Um. There are a lot of very unique individuals in the world. Notice I didn't say batshit nuts. I just said unique. Right? Right. All right. We normally don't do this, but I'm going to take one more break before we go to the corner because my drink's empty. So we'll be back in a minute. And we are back. 
So during the break, I went ahead and uh, mukbanged a chili cheese dog through my asshole and recorded the whole thing. I'll go ahead and post that on uh, Facebook and uh, YouTube. Um, apparently, that's popular. Hashtag mukbang. Okay. Hashtag chili cheese dog. Hashtag anal injection. I, I, I Is that how that works? I guess so. Okay. Well, I just, I, I, I want to be popular. Apparently, you can get four and a half million fucking views off of a video eating a fucking honeycomb off of a beehive. Anyways, so uh, on that note, uh, shall we go to the corner? That's right. Daddy, I don't like Star Wars. Avengers are boring. Welcome to the Kids Corner. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the Kids Corner. This week, we watched the 2021 version of Tom and Jerry. This is rated PG, runtime of one hour and 41 minutes. Uh, We viewed this on HBO Max. Uh, Synopsis, this is an adaptation of the classic Hanna-Barbera property, which reveals how Tom and Jerry first meet and form their rivalry. This movie stars Chloe Chloe Grace Moritz as Kayla, Michael Pena as Terrence, uh, Jordan Bolger as Cameron, and Rob Delaney as Mr. Dubrose. I think Colin Jost was in this as the, um, he was the the rich fiance. Colin Jost is the host of... uh, I think it's Weekend Update on uh, Saturday Night Live. He's also the husband of Scarlett Johansson. Surprisingly good actor. He did okay. For how he looks. Wasn't terrible. No. I mean, it wasn't... Yeah, I was, like, surprised at every scene he was in. Right. It wasn't a deep role, but, you know, he did okay. Yeah. So this was written by Kevin Costello and, of course, based on the characters by Hanna-Barbera. This was directed by Tim Story. You know what Tim Story is famous for directing? No. The Jessica Alba Fantastic Four movies. You remember those? No. Uh, Maybe. They're bad. Okay. I mean, they're not as bad as the Fantastic Four movie that was released a couple years ago. But well, I've seen the like the the. Were they released in the two thousands? The yes. Fantastic Four movies. Yes. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. The ones. Yeah. Jessica Alba, really. Nothing? I did. nothing. The names really man. no. Jessica fucking Alba. Who is that? Um, she was one of the hottest fucking chicks on the planet during that time. She that's w- that's highly debatable. Uh, all right, that'll be an off mic argument. Uh, let's see. Rotten Tomato score. Critics. What score. year was that? What year? Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. Hold on. I got to find my phone. Wait, you got a laptop sitting in front of you. Are you able to look things up? Yeah, no, I can f- look things up. Okay. I, let me look this up. <clears throat> um, Fantastic Four uh, or Jessica Alba. Just put, type in Jessica Alba. Fantastic Four? Type, no, no, no. Type in Jessica Alba Maxim. Maxim. M A X I M cover. I M. All right. Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, was she a, in Charlie's Angels? She was not. She was in uh, both Sin City movies. Gotcha. Okay. So I know exactly who this is. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Oh, my God. She was in the, the Machete movies. 
she, yeah, Robert Rodriguez loves her. Um, but yeah, she was at one point in time the the girl, the masturbatory fantasy. She was of like all the boys. Megan Fox of her time. Oh Jesus, I don't know if I'd compare it to that, but um, I think she was more popular. So, anyways, this is very bizarre looking at all, all these Google images because some have her uh, her her physique very you know um exaggerated and others is very um minute if i photoshop is an amazing thing yeah all right uh back to the task at hand uh rotten tomatoes critic score was 25 percent. audience score was 84 percent. that's a huge swing jesus that's that's a 20 critics 24 percent. audience 84 percent. for tom and jerry yeah that's a that's a hell of a swing, holy yeah. shit! So the critics are obviously looking at it from an artistic standpoint and from a story standpoint, right? Whereas they they don't really care about the nostalgia, they don't care about the visual effects, right? They just care about how well it worked story wise. Exactly. So, yeah, that makes sense to me. Which leads us to my rating of this film. Um, obviously, I grew up watching Tom and Jerry. Me too. Very much so. Uh, this they're, they're I know old. they are very old, yeah. And I know my Tom and Jerry well, and this film, sir, was not my Tom and Jerry, and that is why I gave this a one out of five. This was a shitty fucking movie. Um, again, <clears throat> we're not looking for Oscar caliber acting or story or anything else. We're looking for a cat and a mouse to beat the fuck out of each other. That's my Tom and Jerry. That is not what we got out of this movie. I don't understand why this had to be a live action Tom and Jerry. I don't get why the the human people had to be in this. There was no point to it. Um, you had some very talented actors that had no reason to be in this film. Um, I and here's the part that irritated me. Now, the little one didn't watch this because Tom and Jerry, obviously, there's there's a lot. We, we don't typically let her watch violent films. And Tom and Jerry could be very violent, especially back in the day. Um, it was it was incredibly. <laughs> Talon, Talon is doing is doing a mock gun to his head. Um yeah, anyways, um, this this was not the Tom and Jerry that we're used to seeing at all. This was not like it was in the cartoons. Um, it was slapsticky, but it was not. It, it just it didn't have that flavor. And, and part of the problem is because it, it, it wasn't about Tom and Jerry. It, it was about the, the uh, Chloe Moritz's fucking character, Kayla, which it, I, I, I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. That's not why I show. That's not why I, I I pay my monthly subscription to HBO Max to watch Tom and Jerry. I, I, I don't fucking care about her. I want to see the cat and the mouse try to fucking kill each other. That's why we enjoyed it back in the day. And I have to say this: um, Jerry's an asshole in this film. Jerry is an asshole. 
I felt bad for Tom in this. And that was never the case back in the day. I always thought Tom was the aggressor. Now, look, I haven't, I watched a couple Tom and Jerry, you know, old school cartoons after watching this movie, just so I could kind of refresh my memory a little bit. Tom was always kind of the aggressor, or at least in the couple of episodes I watched. But in Jerry, yes, was mischievous, but Jerry was a straight up fucking douche in this movie. He fucked everything up. Tom was just trying to do his thing and Jerry came in and fucked that shit up. So that was a really odd situation for me was to be sitting there going, oh, poor Tom. I feel bad for Tom. This is bullshit. Um, but again, I, what was the point of having this being live action? Why? What, what, all you did was take attention off, off of a very simple premise of cat trying to kill mouse. And we had to, we had to muck it up and I, and we had to drag some actors who are actually very good actors down into this fucking abysmal hole that was this film. So I'm angry now. I was angry watching it. I'm angry now talking about it. Talon, take it away. <clears throat> um, I in, I did enjoy this movie just in terms of the nostalgia that it brought, but it this movie did really make me mad, especially the the live action part. I, it, di- it did not need to focus on whatever characters there were other than Tom and Jerry. May I interrupt you for just a moment? Yeah. Did you say you enjoy you nostalgia part? You were enjoyed that aspect of it a little bit. Yeah. So you you're okay with nostalgia? It was great. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, because I remember you fucking lighting me and Nicole up a couple episodes ago because we had nostalgia for Ford Fairlane, and you said that was bullshit. So I'm just I'm calling you out real quick. I'm just gonna call you. Whoa, out. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, whoa, no, whoa, no, no, no. If was... you want to call me out for that, remember gonna... I brought up Avatar. For nostalgia, yeah, and you were not about that. Why is that? Because you didn't have any nostalgia for Avatar, and yet I gave, and, yet, and yet I gave it a good rating. Remember, oh, you're talking remember, about Last Airbender, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about James Cameron's Avatar. No, not James Cameron Avatar. Uh, okay, yeah, but you still didn't like the Last Airbender, just like no. I, I didn't. No, so but I, we I, didn't like it for the same reasons. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I was fair I'm with done. my... I can see why people like Ford Fairlane. I can see why. <laughs> I, prim, I, 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 started, go, I I started. I started no, my review no, based I, off that. I, wanna, I can see why people like I that wanna movie. Go, I want to go back to the tape. I want to go back to the tape at this go point. Go back to the tape. <laughs> I can quote it. I said, I can see why people like this movie. Right. You can remember that? Yeah. Really? Uh, after that, yeah, I after have that. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> It all went. It all, it went, all went downhill it, no, no, from there. It all went downhill. I'm sorry. So I interrupted you. Please continue. Um, I was mad that this movie was not about Tom and Jerry. It was about whatever her name was who got a job at. Who cares? I didn't care that entire time for her. Whatever. I want and and Jerry. What an asshole! The whole movie. He just messed over Tom and Tom. That was a revenge movie. Tom was out for revenge. And you know what? More power to him. In the original show, it there was there was a dynamic. You know, they it, The only reason from the show that I got that Tom went after Jerry was to um display to the owner that yes, I'm a good cat 
look at me, I'm going after this mouse. And that he actually cared about Tom. I'm sorry, Tom cared about Jerry enough to um, not kill him, but pretend to go after him so that the owner wouldn't replace him with some actual competent exterminator that would actually kill um, Jerry. That and Tom was a food hoarder, <laughs> beyond belief. Yeah. Complete food hoarder. Yeah, Where, as in this movie, this is supposed to be their origin story, right? Which I didn't... I, how is this an origin story? I, I, I don't... I, that's how they fucking met? I, I, well, don't, no, no wonder, I don't know. No wonder Tom fucking I don't hates know. that I, mouse. I, I, I was thinking that this... Yes, this was an origin story, and What's-Her-Name gr- grows up to be the mom that we never actually get to see the face of, right? We just see the, the weird thighs... It's possible. Yeah. But again, that's why these cartoons worked back in the day. There was no real human interaction. There was no human star. It was an occasional, you know, the, 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 the mom would drop in, but it was a very brief thing. That was not what drove the narrative. And that, and that's, this movie was, the narrative was driven by the humans. Did I say my rating yet? Uh, I said three out of five. You you said, Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I well I did I did You're I, generous. You're generous. I, I'm I'm generous. You're generous. It's more than two point five because of nostalgia specifically. And actually, you know what? The the animation was great. Oh I'm it I'm was not, fantastic. No, absolutely. I'm not gonna yeah, that that aspect of it, they did a nice job blending, you know, is very reminiscent of Who Frame Roger Rabbit type situation. They, they, they did a nice job with that. And I love that all the pets were animated. I but, I, I thought that was interesting. But I have questions. Uh oh. Story-wise. Here we go. Um, Regardless of that, this movie would have been a 5 out of 5 if it was just the animals and the humans were the backstory. They were secondary. They were in the background. Whereas this felt vice versa. It felt like the humans were the main thing. The animated characters were secondary. Right. And the movie's called what again? Tom and Jerry. Oh, are they supposed to be the stars? They're supposed to be the stars. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. Because the title, uh, you know, you know, the title said one thing and then the rest of the film misled me completely. Yeah. And, and again, what the fuck was Chloe Moritz doing in this? What what was Michael Pena doing this? What Rob Delaney? Why was Rob Delaney in this? You know, he was, by the way, he was the hotel manager. With the moose, guy. with the moose, you know Rob Delaney, yeah, dude, a sugar bear right there. Deadpool too. Ah, I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. that's Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great what, guy. What the what the fuck is he? Do? I I just I don't. I mean, I'm, he was great in his role. Oh, he was. Fu- I yes, he was the one funny one I think in the entire yeah. film. Every you know everybody else. Pena was, was Pena was funny at the start. Pena had his moments, but well, I, I, although actually Pena. I mean, I, I don't know. I felt like it, it did fine if Tom and Jerry weren't a part of the story. This could have been like a cool standalone movie. Well, you could do a, a, and create new animated characters for this. But but and that's at that point, do, do that. But don't call it fucking Tom and Jerry. Yeah. When you don't have Tom and Jerry, when right. the focus of the story is not on them. Right. And, and it wasn't. It was not. In the, in the slightest. I, I, and that made me mad. I don't get it. J- Jerry's not. An asshole. Jerry is a warrior, I'd say, and so is Tom, and they're rivals. But, but Jerry's not a dickhead. Jerry well, goes out of his way to to, in the cartoon anyway, he'll help Tom every now and again. 
but Jerry's just a, a complete dick to everybody he sees. Exactly. And, and the relationship, I always compare the relationship of Tom and Jerry with the relationship between Batman and the Joker. Yeah. They need each other to they do. exist. They're, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a cyclical symbiotic relationship. And they need their dopamine kick. That Sure. Yeah. But in this one, in this movie, that you you didn't get that sense. You, they, they didn't really develop them at all. And and yes, they made Jerry a fucking asshole because he was an asshole, like you said, to everybody. There there was no you you didn't feel. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm saying this about an animated mouse. You didn't feel anything for the animated mouse. I didn't feel any sympathy for 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 Jerry. And and I when watching the cartoons as a kid. I, I always Jerry was to me the the protagonist of the of, of the, the show. Tom was always the antagonist. Tom was the one after him. Still funny, but it's it's like watching uh you know the Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote. Okay, Wiley e. Coyote's the pursuer. He's the antagonist. The Roadrunner is the pro- protagonist. That that's how that works, and that's how the Tom and Jerry dynamic worked. And they fucked that up in this movie. They they did mess up the dynamic, but the the actual characters that they played still with their actions, their um their expressions, uh, the decisions that they would make, they were still very true to Tom and Jerry as characters, which I enjoyed. I like seeing them in in a live action setting. I thought that was great. I could not disagree but with you I, more. I could not get into the story of the movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I and I and I hate the fact that they neutered this. I love the old Tom and Jerry cartoons, and I know I sound like an old man because of this, but I like those because yes, they beat the fuck out of each other in the old cartoons. I mean, there was some. There were a lot of references to um, Jerry's. I'm sorry, Tom's uh, complete. Uh, what what what. What would you say? Humiliations. His, his where al- he's like turned into an iron. His alcoholism. Yes. And then he's turned yes. into like some something else. Like there's 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 a there was a lot of memes in that. Right. And references in this movie. Yeah. They, Which I'm starting to despise any movies that just like I, appeal to the mass. I like don't. The, they I, appeal right. to memes. I don't it's, need you to allude to something happening. No. I, I I want I want to see it. Yeah. I and and there. I absolutely agree. There are certain things that came out, you know, decades ago that probably need a little bit of an image rehab. I get that, that, you know, things need to be taken out that, you know, certain things need to, yeah, I'm not going to go down this quite, you know, this fucking rabbit hole here. This quagmire. This quagmire. Um, but in this case, I don't see an issue with the original Tom and Jerry. I, no. I don't. I don't see an issue with that cartoon. I, I, don't, I don't think either. it's and, and and I feel the same way about the Looney Tunes. I mean, I yes, are they more violent than Paw Patrol? Well, fuck yeah. But let's consider the age of the audience for these things. You know, kids. Uh, you know, do I want a three or four year old or five year old watching Tom and Jerry? No, I fucking don't. But I think when you're seven, eight, nine, ten, I think you're okay watching Tom and Jerry. You can differentiate fact from, or you you can differentiate from cartoon. Well, reality in general, you have a better concept of it. But with this, you know, with this movie, I, I don't see how 
I wouldn't have an issue letting the kid watch this. There's no, there's really no fucking violence in it whatsoever. I mean, it, it is neutered as fuck. And I would have been okay if they went for a P, if, if it required a PG 13, I would have been okay with that. If they could have thrown some more shit in there where it was more of the classic Tom and Jerry feel. If there's a PG 13, I need an F bomb. Sure. They get one, right? Yeah. They get one. Yeah. And Tom, you know, at some point, something goes, sma- smashes fuck! him, just goes, fuck! <laughs> I would have shit my pants had that happened. Because he sings. Yes, he, he does. He never has he, a voice. He never has a voice. but Yet he sings? Right. Really? Yeah. Yo! Yeah. No. Exa- no. Exactly. No. How many times can we take these guys? I don't, I don't want a voice for Tom. We're, t- we're taking them out of character in this. And... And I understand what they were shooting for. They were definitely trying to find a blend with Tom and Jerry set or putting Tom and Jerry in a setting like they did with who framed Roger rabbit. I I know that that's what they were after. It just didn't fucking work. Yeah. They were very close. It didn't work for me. They were very close. No, it didn't work for me either. Um, I don't think it's going to work for those of us that have grown up watching this. Because I don't know, the 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 nostalgia is not there. And what I kept thinking throughout watching this, number one, within fifteen minutes, I'm on my phone. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just I'm bored. I'm tapping yeah. away at my phone because it's it's just nothing's happening. We're focusing on on Chloe Moritz. Um, I don't think my little one would have sat through this. I don't think she would have made it through it. I think she would have gotten bored just like I did. Yep. And do you think your brother would have gotten bored with this? He would have. Yeah. Yeah. He he would want to play Minecraft about yeah. ten minutes. There's in. there's nothing there's nothing engaging about this movie. It just it doesn't grab. It, it's there's nothing unique or special about this film. It's visually pleasing, not engaging. Yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. No, I, it's I, not interesting. Yeah, no, it looked cool. Yeah. I mean, they, they they did a great job with the animation. I I, I will give. There's them, no gripes there. No, I will give yeah. them credit for that. Technically, it was sound, and I get that. Uh, you know, again, I'm not going to knock them for that. I, I'm going to knock the story completely. So, I yeah, this very disappointing for me. I, I mean, story wise, like to just take Tom and Jerry out, and this would have been a cool movie you by could, itself. You. you I don't know about cool, but yes, you could. This movie, you could have made a movie without, yeah, having yeah. Tom or Jerry in there. And that's what made me mad. There yeah. was more focus on that part of it. Right. And that's the problem with the fucking yes. movie. Don't title it Tom and Jerry. Right. And like, can you imagine a cameo with Tom and Jerry? <laughs> they just show up yeah. for, and start the fight in the lobby. And Whatever. Done. Yeah. That's an Easter egg. Yeah. That's cool. That's exciting. Boom. That, that, that makes me go, oh. Right. And, and, and we'd then be, we'd, that just adds we'd, to the. We'd be better off for that moment. We'd be <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, that was fucking cool, dude!" <laughs> As opposed to an hour and forty minutes of "fuck, this is bad." Yeah. No, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. So I, yeah, I, I, one out of five. I can't, I, I can't give any love to this thing because mm. it, it just. Didn't. Did I say two and a half? Out you of said five? three out of five. Three out of five. You said three out of five. And yeah. that implies that you like this more than boss level. Which I, I th- did not like that more than boss level. Okay. Well, I did nostalgia wise. Uh, I, I did. I enjoyed boss level. I would rather I watch this. Uh, Tom and Jerry than boss level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know if there's really any comparison as far as outside of what we've just rated. Um, but given the choice between the two movies, I'm going to watch Boss Level again before I'm ever going to watch Tom and Jerry. I will not watch that movie again. Okay. May, it, it, if the little one decides she wants to watch it, fine. I'll, I'll sit through it with her because, again, there's been worse out there. But this this was just as a, as a Tom and Jerry fan as a kid, this was shit. Absolute dog shit. Fuck this movie. So anyways, there's that. Any other thoughts? No. Yeah, I'm good too. All right. Um, so what did we learn today, Helen? I learned that you actually do research your uh, porn endeavors. Deeply mm-hmm. research. I, I, I am I'm dedicated to the cause. Yeah, I always thought you wore mascara. No, that's just sleep deprivation. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Sometimes I want to look pretty, but I, I just, I don't need the mascara. Do I it just, for the gram. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Tenacity. Jam. Scintillating. Scintillating. <laughs> you know what I learned about you today? What? You are still a stubborn fucking asshole when it comes to talking about movies and that's yeah. what and that's what i love about you i I, lo- I love you i feel like i'm a hypocrite but i've never been proven it the only way i think that's gonna happen is if like myself comes and explains it to myself that comes with maturity sir it'll happen yeah well let's see in 10 years that's fine 10 years hey when, when i grow up it, when, when you grow up <laughs> That's okay, but that's what I love about you. You may piss me off at times, but uh, we always come back around, and it may be three weeks down the road before you go, oh, (laughs) you know what? He's right. (laughs) Do I ever do that? No, not really. (laughs) Here's the hard part for me is that because the alcohol is involved, sometimes I I, I have difficulty trying to come up with a decent argument. I will not win any debates drunk. It that's just will, why it will not happen. That's why I write an essay before <laughs> the show starts. <laughs> it's not about winning. It's about looking like you won. Goddamn right. <laughs> Perception is reality, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. coughs> Let me hack up along here. All right. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me, your drink this evening, light and fluffy. I enjoyed light and it. Fluffy. I enjoyed it. Good. I enjoyed it. It snuck up on me, though, like I knew it would. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd get a, f- oh, this is fine. Drink, drink, drink. I'm drunk now. I'm very drunk now. I'm more drunk than you are. Yes, I, you I, are. I can imagine. Yes, you are. I'm yeah. not, I'm not stumble, fall down on my face drunk, but uh, yeah, this, uh, this got on top of me pretty quick. So. All right. Well, I think we've reached the end of the road here. Um, I don't have any fucking teasers for next week because I'm still trying to figure out what we're doing. I I will tease that Tales of Domestic Bliss will be changed to something else, a new segment. I'll tease the new segment. There you go. I've teased it. Tune in next week for our brand new segment. (laughs) What? I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm very teased right now. (laughs) Are you feel Are you titillated? scintillating scintillating you say yeah beautiful beautiful all right well i will say thank you to all of our listeners especially our listener in germany our vpn person (laughs) vpn person probably from south carolina whatever whatever whatever. it's fine i'll take it i'll take it uh again if you want to reach us it's contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com 
I'm not going to plug anything else. I will thank, uh, who am I thanking? John and Jason King for our theme music. We'll always be indebted to them. And again, thank you to our listeners. We appreciate you very much. Alan, let's get the fuck out of here.